today was a big day here in Edmonton because there was a procession for the two slain officers that were killed last Thursday here in our city, Constable Travis Jordan and Constable Brett Ryan. We're going to get an update on exactly what that procession looked like and what happens next with reporter for Global Edmonton, Sarah Reed. Sarah, thanks so much for making the time. Always good to talk to you. Yes, no problem. Thank you for having me. So, Sarah, can you just take us a step back and, and tell us exactly what took place in our city around noon with the procession? Mm-hmm. So what happened was that they were moving the bodies of Travis Jordan, uh, Constables Travis Jordan and Brett Ryan from the medical examiner's office to Serenity Funeral Home, and that's where they will stay until that public service that's being held on Monday. So the families were all there, and they did put the um, draped caskets of the two officers into hearses, and then they were driven um, through the city to Serenity Funeral Home, and that's where hundreds of people came out to show their support lining the sidewalks to honor the two fallen officers. Yeah, pretty emotional scenes uh, coming from, from Edmonton today. And this is a story that I think has felt close to so many Edmontonians and one that, you know, we're still, I think, trying to process because there's just really very little in the way of answers still, Sarah. It's true, and that's what many people who I spoke with who were there to pay their respects were saying. Uh, many of them, you know, came out, had never met these officers. Many of them, though, also had connections to law enforcement. They had uh, family and friends who worked at the West Division who knew these officers and felt quite connected to them, and that's why they wanted to come out. But they were still asking questions. We still don't know um, much about the weapon. We still don't know much about the teen who was involved. Uh, and there's still many questions that uh, Edmonton police have not yet answered due to the ongoing investigation. They did release the scene over the weekend, so we're hoping we might get some more answers um, as the week goes on, maybe into next week. But I think right now they are likely focused on having this funeral service for the two fallen officers. Sarah, any statement or comments from either of the officers' families? We haven't heard from them yet. Um, I know that they were there today. Um, obviously, they they were very, very emotional watching those caskets be loaded into the cars. And then they did travel in Edmonton transit buses in the procession to the funeral homes. But we haven't heard from them yet. Not anything new, at least, than, um, than what we had heard from um, uh, Constable Brett Ryan's brother had taken to Twitter um, to make some comments there, but we haven't heard anything recently from the families. I know that the autopsies were scheduled for both officers over the weekend, um, and we knew right away that, it, that they, their cause of death was a gunshot wound, but was there anything new that was found out from that autopsy, and what can we expect from the, off, the autopsy of the shooter tomorrow? Yes, the um, the autopsies of the two officers, I think, revealed what, unfortunately, we had been reporting and what we heard, had, had heard from police, which was that they did die of those gunshot wounds. Um, from what we saw in the report, there wasn't anything further. Unfortunately, it was just that, um, that, that it did confirm that that was the tragedy that happened. Um, in terms of... Uh, what we can expect to see from the autopsy of the, the shooter that is taking place tomorrow. Uh, police are reporting that he died of a gun-inflicted gunshot wound. Um, and so that is what I expect to see is for the autopsy to confirm that he did die um, of a gunshot wound, but we'll have to wait and see if there are any additional details that go along with that. Sarah, do we have any information about the, the service that's planned on Monday? Any sort of details? Uh, what Edmontonians can expect if they want to pay their respects. 
Yes, so that funeral that is happening on Monday, um, it is public. It will be a regimental funeral happening at 1 p.m. downtown at Rogers Place. Uh, and I do believe that we will be carrying um, that funeral um, or parts of it um, you know, leading up to it, we will have coverage um, on Ched. We will have coverage on Global News for those who can't attend it. Uh, but for those who are available and do want to pay their respects, um, that is a public funeral that, um, that people are being invited to attend. Okay. Sarah, thank you so much for your time. Really appreciate your work on this. Yes, no problem. Thank you. Sarah Reed is a reporter with Global Edmonton, of course, talking about the procession of Constables Travis Jordan and Constable Brett Ryan uh, that went through the city today. Uh, their remains taken to Serenity Funeral Home, where, as, where of course, they will stay until uh, that regimental funeral that she mentioned happening on Monday. And wanted to update you, too, on the GoFundMe. Uh, there's uh, funds being raised for memorial services for the two officers it's now at $381,000. So Edmontonians, Albertans, I probably feel just worldwide, even countrywide, uh, just showing their support with, with some kind of a, a financial donation, just an outpouring of love. And it's just been an outpouring of grief. And Sarah's right. We will, of course, carry that regimental funeral here on 630 Ched. Uh, we'll bring you up to speed with it happening on Monday and uh, and try to set the scene for you if you are, if you're not able to attend. And uh, of course, you want to be a part of it because the community really just feeling so much loss and I think confusion, frustration, certainly anger, uh, just desperate to find some answers. And there's just, there's just not really enough yet. I mean, this is an ongoing investigation, so the police can't really say uh, what they do know, if anything, in terms of motivation, in terms of ideology of the, of the 16 year old shooter. Uh, but there's just, uh, I think, so so many questions because that helps us cope and that helps us get through something that really is just senseless and devastating and and ultimately tragic and there were you know bits and pieces of conversation that kind of tie into what we're talking about today on the show we're having a conversation about video games being addictive i know that there was a thread to that conversation that was coming up last week about maybe you think about a 16 year old that's got a gun maybe some of that has to do with being desensitized and having some of these scenes of of crime and violence be normalized what does that come from obviously i mean that's a huge that's a huge leap of speculation and like i said this is still an ongoing investigation so you you can't you can't say that one is cause for the other but i know that there are people that are wondering about what causes a 16 year old to ultimately cause such a, a tragic and violent end to two officers that are there to serve and protect our community.